you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Yo, what's up? Thank you for tuning in today. Thanks to humans for bringing us in. Thanks to you for supporting the show. I'm Shane Raymer, and you're listening to that Sober Guy podcast. And today's guest is Aaron Walker. Uh, Aaron's the creator of View from the Top and Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind Group. Uh, He's also one of the nicest and greatest all-around dudes that I've had the pleasure of speaking with on the podcast back on, I believe it was episode 86. Uh, We talked about the truth about mastermind groups. And I'll be sure to put that link up in the show notes if you want to go back and check it out. I um, definitely recommend you do so. A lot of good content there. Um, now, Aaron believes that we're, we only have one life experience to reflect on. Uh, and and um, uh, as we make an important decisions in our life, and isolation is the enemy of excellence. And I love that phrase there. Uh, we all need to be competent. And we all need competent advisors to help guide us through. We can't do this stuff on our own. And I'm a, I'm a prime example of that, and I'm learning how to navigate my way through that with leaders and mentors as well. Uh, but Aaron's going to talk to us today, demonstrate uh, about how we're the average of the five people we spend the most time with, uh, and, uh, and why he's chosen to be in a weekly mastermind group for over 20 years. Uh, and he's also going to discuss how to radically transform our lives by surrounding ourselves with trusted advisors. So we're going to get to Aaron in just a minute. First, I got a couple of announcements to make. Be sure to check us out at thatsoberguy.com for past episodes and resources. Uh, you can also connect with us on Instagram at realthatsoberguy and uh, at Shane Raymer on Twitter. I wanted to give a quick shout out to the homie Zach, who's a veteran. He's working overseas right now. Uh, man, we love you. We thank you. Uh, we pray for him and all our other veterans out there and active duty servicemen and women who protect us and serve. Uh, Zach hit me up a while back to tell me he listens to the podcast. He loves the show. Uh, and it's really an honor to know that TSG is able to be a part of some of our veterans recovery. So a big thank you to Zach. I look forward to seeing uh, that TSG banner flying behind the squat rack when you get back to the States, uh, my friend. So thank you for that. And then speaking of our veterans, we want to give away our podcast video course for free to all veterans who are looking to get and stay sober. So how to navigate the first 90 days of sobriety is a podcast video course designed to help those get through their first 90 days of sobriety. The course features some of my closest friends and colleagues like Omar Pinto from the Share podcast, uh, Larry Hagner from the Good Dad Project and Dad's Edge podcast, uh, author of My Fair Junkie, Amy Dressner, Dr. Ken Starr of Ken Starr Wellness Group and many more. Uh, If you're a veteran, and you want the course for free, you can hit me up on Instagram at real that sober guy or at Shane Raymer on Twitter. Tell me a little bit, of, tell me a little bit about yourself uh, and ask me for a promo code. I'll hook you up with that. If you're not a veteran, don't worry. You can still get the course. It's half off right now. It's 25 bucks. You can go to that sober click on courses, enter the promo code half off and uh, you can get that there. Um, Let's see, what else we got here? January 20th, Shane Raymer and Mark Saratella present That Sober Guy podcast live at the Hollywood Improv with special guests Darren Prince and Brandon Novak. So if you want tickets for that, you can go to thatsoberguy.com slash live shows. 
You can also go directly to the improv site. That's improv.com slash Hollywood. Get your tickets there. That's coming up fast. And uh, we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time. I'm taking vacation. It's much needed. Uh, we're just talking about this before, uh, before we hit record today. Uh, but uh, this episode is going to be the last one we put out in uh, 2018. And uh, man, I'm so honored to have Aaron Walker be the last guest of, of the year here. So just a heads up on that. Hit some meetings. Listen to some other podcasts. Call your sponsor. Stay plugged in through the holidays. It's such a crucial time. And uh, I'll definitely be doing the same on that. Um, all right, Aaron Walker, man. Uh, welcome back to That Sober Guy Podcast, my friend. Uh, how are you today? Hey, Shane, I'm doing good, buddy, but I've got a little complaint right out of the gate. How come I don't have one of these TSG banners? I can't have Larry Hagner having anything that I don't have. So I can replace this thing I've got behind me with that TSG banner, man. That is awesome. We got to hook you up, man. That's uh, that's such a great idea. We'll we'll get uh, we'll get some posters, some banners, and yeah, it's funny. Zach, uh, he hit me up, and I, he's somewhere overseas, and he said, "Man." He goes and he posts these these awesome videos. This dude's like a squatting machine, just busting out these squats, just killing it in the squat rack. And he goes, man, I'd love to get a TSG banner and I can put it in my home gym at home and, and it can be in the background when I'm busting some squats. I said, yeah, we'll hook you up. So I got to hook you up, man. I'll have to send you a hat and uh, we'll, we'll send you some swag there, Aaron, so you can rock it, man. <laughs> Hey, if I had some of that, uh, you know, I would use it on the Greenway too. I'm on the Greenway four days a week doing these live videos and always doing some endorsements. I got to have some swag, yeah. man. You got to hook we'll, me up. We'll hook you up for sure, man. So uh, it's it's great to have you back. It's Thank been you, a while. Man. You know, we started, um, you know, gosh, it's almost been five years now since Sober Guy started. And yeah. uh, you were in episode 86, one of the first hundred episodes, man. It's wow. really an honor to have you back, man. How, how's yeah. things with you? It's going great, Shane. No complaints here whatsoever. And thank you. It was a delight to be your guest. And uh, it's even more awesome to be invited back. So just thank you. And then I get to do the last episode of 2018. <laughs> yep. like, I don't know that I've done any episodes yet. That was the last for the year. This one's going down in history right here, man. I'm fired up. I love it. I, lo I love to have you as the last guest. It's really an honor. Thank you, buddy. Um, so one thing I wanted to mention before we get into a little bit about you and about mentorship sponsorship, all that stuff. Um, you know, I, I mentioned episode 86 and, you know, you were so, uh, you know, kind to come on the show back then uh, and, and, and talk about mastermind groups and uh, get to know you a little bit. And then afterwards, you know, I don't know, maybe three, four or five weeks later, I checked the mail one day and I get this, this card in the mail and it had your a return address. And I said, Aaron Walker, what the heck is he sending me? You know, what, what is this? And I open it up and it's just this really nice thank you card, like thanking me for allowing you to come on the show, you know? And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like it's, it's Aaron Walker. This guy's doing some amazing things. He's such a good guy. Mastermind groups. I mean, um, you, you've been in the game for a long time, helping a lot of people. And I just thought it was so cool of you to recognize me for being, you know, being able to have you on the show, man. And it just goes a lot to say about you. And then also recognition of others. It's such a big thing. And um, it's something I continue to learn. And so number one, I just wanted to say thank you. And I would love also on top of that to hear your take just on recognition and, and that process for you. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, I do want to say, Shane, that I'm so proud of you and what you've been able to accomplish. And the audience that's out there listening to you, I don't know if you fully realize the encouragement 
that you are to the, the population out there, the people that are really listening to you, your audience. And a lot of guys struggle in a lot of areas. And I know it's the sober guy and these guys, a lot of guys, they struggle with that. Yeah. And you're such an encouragement and you're always there to support them and to be for them. And I just want to tell you, thank you. So first of all, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and second of all, I'm very appreciative that we got guys like you that are doing that. So you're awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Aaron, man. I, I, I really do appreciate that. It means a lot coming from you. Um, well, if we kind of jump into you, uh, you know, for those who, who don't know you or haven't listened to episode 86 or ha- haven't heard you on any other of the, you know, many podcasts or uh, other content that you put out, um, who is Aaron Walker? And uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. I'm going to make this real short because I want to make this interview about your audience and not about me. So let me give you just a real broad overview. I'm a native Nashvilleian, grew up right here. 58 years I've been in Nashville now. We've got about 100 people a day moving into Nashville. It's really growing like crazy. Started out as a really, really poor kid. Started my first business at 18. Had a couple of partners that had a lot of money, so we formed a partnership built a very successful company at 27, sold out and retired. I thought this is the American dream. I go, you know, broke to making enough money to retire. And then I found out that I had no purpose in my life. I was getting in the bed in the middle of the day, you know, gained 50 pounds in 18 months. My wife woke me up one day. She said, this is not what I signed up for. You need to go out get a job, start another company, whatever you want to do. I did, went back and I've done that a number of times now. So we've built a number of companies over the past 40 years. This is my 40-year anniversary being an entrepreneur. We've owned 12 businesses over the course of that. But where my life really uh, took a paradigm shift was in 2001. And if you go back and listen to that episode, number 86, I tell a little bit of this story. But uh, Shane, you remember I ran over and killed a pedestrian on my way to the office and it radically changed the way I look at life. I started reaching outward instead of inward, looking outward at people, how I could help them accomplish their goals and their dreams. And then we've owned a number of successful companies since then. But when I retired eight years ago, Dave Ramsey, that's in my mastermind group, that for 12 years we were in the Eagles together, and Dan Miller and Jeff Mosley, some of those guys, they all encouraged me to coach. So I started coaching, and now we've got guys in eight different countries. We've got 14 mastermind groups that we facilitate, and I'm helping ordinary men become extraordinary in all that they do. So that's kind of a high-level 40-year journey there in about a minute, but uh, (laughs) that's what we're doing now. You know, earlier you had asked me a question uh, about showing gratitude. My good friend Seth Buekley wrote a book called uh, Ambition. And in it, he talks about leading with gratitude. And I think that we need to do that each and every day. And the way I show gratitude is those handwritten cards or video endorsements or LinkedIn endorsements or referrals or recommendations. And I'm a connector. I love yeah. to connect people. I'm like, hey, you need to meet Shane. You know, he's got this Sober Guy podcast. You'd be a good guest always constantly looking out for the other guy and the natural reciprocity always comes back. People just want to help you as a result of it. Yeah. I I love that, man. Um, You know, that, that service mentality uh, and they say that a lot in recovery, you you know, to, to keep it, you got to give it away. And so we're not having a, um, you know, a death grip on things, trying to keep them all for ourselves. And I, and I, by no means do I have this all figured out. I just want to make that, uh, that, 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 uh, we're all trying to figure it out together. And, and see, and and that's, that's a great segue, I think into, you know, mentorship community, all that stuff, doing it together. Like I can't do this on my own. Um, and so maybe we can, maybe we can start here. Um, 
for, for those out there who don't know what a mastermind group is, let's start with right. that. What, what is a okay. mastermind group? Man? Yeah, it's where a group of people come together that have the same core values, people that are wanting to achieve, they're wanting to be edified, lifted up, encouraged. They want to be told the truth. In most cases, a lot of mastermind groups focus just on business. We focus on personal and professional. And the reason that we do that is because I almost lost my family as a result of focusing on just making the money. Yeah. And I tell guys, you don't want to come home with a pocket full of money to a house full of strangers, right? <laughs> if you're at work and you're spending 12, 14 hours a day at work and you come home, you don't know your wife's favorite color or your little boy's baseball coach. Yeah. What good does it do you? Yeah. What's going to happen is those kids are going to grow up and they're going to find fulfillment in someone else. They're going to find purpose with someone else. Mm. They're going to find somebody else that's going to meet that need emotionally, um, possibly physically, you need to reach out to guys and teach them in your Sobercast podcast the reason that we're doing what we're doing. There's a purpose behind it. Mm-hmm. And I tell guys what's going to happen one day, you're going to come home and you're gonna, not going to know anybody and they're not going to have anything to do with you any longer. And what I tell people all the time is we only got one opportunity. We don't, yeah. we don't get a do-over, right, with raising the family. It's like when they're gone, they're gone and we've got to make it right at the onset. And so what I want to encourage people today is, is to pay attention to the reason that you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, that's great, man. That's good. Um, you know, I want to point out something too. I just noticed you look great, man. Like what, what are you doing, man? You're working out, you staying, I mean, you're staying fit. I know you, I know you're pretty active, but that's a huge part too, of just staying mental uh, or mentally fit, mentally focused, man. So I, I want to point that out. What does that look well, like? I appreciate that, but I just enjoy living, Shane, just to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was a point in time where it was just a grind and you were just trying to get by and things like that. And I'll tell you a story, not to bring the room down. But the other thing that really keeps me hyper-focused is, is that we have to live our life intentionally. Mm. We got to be proactive, not reactive. Mm. You know, a year ago uh, this month, we were at a friend's house here in Nashville and uh, he's 52. She's 50 or 51. Had a great party. They lived just down the road from me about a mile and a half. And we had 10 or 12 couples over there and life was great. Everything was good. Big Christmas party and celebrating and all that. Well, a couple of months ago, man, she got terrible news and she found out she had cancer and uh, 51, 52 years old. And they sent her home day before yesterday. And they said, hey, we're just going to make you comfortable because you're probably not going to make it another couple of days. Yeah. Shane, we've got to keep that at the forefront of our minds all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. it can be our last. We're just one doctor's visit away from getting that same news. Yeah. And I don't want to have any regrets, I don't want to lay there on my deathbed and go, I should have done this, or I should have been this way to my family. I should have been this way to my kids. We don't want to have those kind of regrets. And so when you say I look good and I'm loving life, it's because it's intentional. Hmm. Happiness is a choice, not a trait. Uh And we choose to be happy. Do I have bad things that happen? Yeah. I mean, do I get sad? Absolutely. I cry. If I wasn't 58 years old, I'd cry more often sometimes. But things happen in our lives, but we've got to look at being, you know, what we can do with this opportunity, not allow it to push us under the desk. Listen, when I ran over and killed that pedestrian in 2001, it was a great opportunity to throw up my hands and quit and crawl Mm -hmm. under the desk in a fetal position. But my friends came around me and they said, man, you can't help it. It was an accident. You've got to get over it. You've got family counting on you. Someday at that point, they said, you're going to have grandkids. You can be successful. You can go forward. That's the reason I want to be in community. See, we were designed to be around other people that could help us. 
Huh. And that's the reason I want to talk about community and mastermind groups. That's the, that's what it's done for me for over two decades. now. So, so let's kind of dive in into that. Then I think that's perfect. I mean, how, and I, I love this because I've heard this phrase before. And so when I, when I got some of the, some of the ideas that we were going to discuss today, I was real excited about this one. How are you the average of the five people you spend the most time with? Yeah, Jim Rohn made that quote famous, right? And yeah. it's so true. And we pick the people that we surround ourselves with. I just got off the phone with a client and we were talking about the parties he goes to and I, I won't name him and there's no point in naming him, but he said, you know, all the people I'm associate with, you know, they're drinking way too much and they're carrying on foolishness. And, yeah. and I said, well, wh why do you hang around with them? He goes, well, they're my friends. And I said, well, maybe you've got some wrong friends. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to really think through who you want to associate with Robin and I pick our friends very carefully. And I said, it's really a non-issue for me because I know exactly what I'm getting into the relationships. I don't care about having millions of relationships, but the relationships I have, I want them to be intimate. Yeah. I want to know they have my interest at heart. I'm looking out for them. And so what we have to do is really pour into those people and know exactly who we're around because if you're around bad stuff long enough, you're going to get some of that stuff on you, yeah. right? And so we yeah. need to be very intentional about who we surround ourselves with. I love that old saying, uh, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, you're probably going to get a haircut. No question about <laughs> no it. No question, right? No uh, question yeah. about you know, I, I mean, I, I know that uh, um, for a lot of us who are in recovery or who are trying to, uh, to get sober, that's a, that's a really tough thing. And I know that was for me. Um, you know, having to distance myself from some of the friends that I really love and that I really did have good relationships with and have known for a long time, um, you know, because I was trying to change my lifestyle. And, right. and fortunately, I'm to a point now where, you know, I, I'm able to, uh, to, to still have some of those friends and I don't care what they do. That's their right. thing. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I have my right. boundaries and that kind of thing. Right. Um, but at first, um, you know, you can see you can see what's what's happening by um, by the environments that you're putting yourselves in, and so um, you know what what is your advice on that? How do you how do you find those those right people to kind of surround yourself with? Yeah, well, I think the important thing you just said was is creating boundaries, mm. and we've created boundaries in our life that are very specific in nature. And there's some things that we do and don't do. There's some places I go and don't go. There's some things that I watch and don't watch. There's conversations I have and I don't have. It's just we're very specific in nature to yeah. those boundaries. And I think that you have to establish those boundaries prior to being in a situation to where you have to make a decision. Hmm. And I'll give you an example like uh, years ago, and this is a very elementary example, but we were watching a movie on TV and uh, I told my daughter at the time, she's about 12 years old. I said, Hey, you need to leave the room for a minute. And she said, why? And I said, well, I don't think this is appropriate for you to watch. And she said, well, how appropriate is it for you to watch? And I, so I said, you know what? You're right. And I said, well, the Lord wouldn't really be excited for you to watch this. She goes, well, I don't think he's excited for you to watch it either. <laughs> and good. so I, I turned the TV off and I called the family and I said, Hey, we're going to have a family meeting. And so I made a commitment that day. That's been 20, uh, 22, 23 years ago. We made a commitment. We said, we'll never watch another show that our children are not allowed to watch. And so if, if everybody can't watch it, we're not going to watch it. And we've made that commitment. I've probably missed a lot of great war movies or something because of the rain. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, is we made that conscious decision to build a boundary. And I've made many, many other boundaries 
uh, in our lives, but you have to do it prior to the event. Yeah, I, you know, and I'm thinking, um, you know, with our kids, they're four and eight. And I'm, you know, as I watch them grow and, and learning new things every day, I'm also learning how what I say and what I do is two different things versus, well, let me, let me rephrase that. Like if I'm telling them something, what to do, it's not as impactful versus me showing them by not right. watching that movie or not right. saying, you know, a, a, a bad, bad word, word or something. Right. Exactly. And that's a, that's an impactful thing. So to come together like that, that's got to build some strength within the family or community or group or whatever you're, you're working with. You know, here's the thing, Shane, is that you can say whatever you want, but your actions are screaming loudly. Mm. And yeah. so you can say my family's important and all those things, but if you're not spending any time with them, they're really not priority. Yeah. We do what's important. I had a friend of mine once that told his dad, he said, Hey, tell grandma that I love her and I'm going to come and see her. And he said, why don't you tell her yourself? And he said, well, I just hadn't had time to get over there. She's important, but uh, I'll get back to her. He said, she's not important. He hmm. said, yeah, sure she is. He said, no, she's not. Cause if she was, you'd already gone and seen her. Hmm. He said, we do what's important in life today. And so yeah. I would just encourage you know, to let everyone, let your actions speak way louder than your words. And that way it has a huge impact on your family. So how, how do we prioritize stuff like that? And I'm just going to kind of speak freely and, um, you know, I don't have any notes about this. This is just personal stuff that sure. our family's kind of going through right now. Um, right. you know, between, between finances and kids and, and, um, and work and trying to be, you know, better human beings and serve and all, all that kind of good stuff that goes on. Right. It can really get overwhelming sometimes. And, sure. and, and there's a lot of priorities and important things and you miss them sometimes. And sometimes you, you don't, uh, I mean, how, do, I guess what I'm getting at, how do you balance life? How do you balance all that stuff yeah. and just try to do, you know, the best you can? Well, here's the thing. I think that the word balance is a misnomer. I don't believe there is balance. Mm. And Rory Vaden, a friend of mine here in Nashville, wrote a book. And it's talking about prioritizing your priorities. And the book is called Procrastinate on Purpose. There's many, many things that we need to, um, to do, but there's only a certain amount of bandwidth. Yeah. The thing is, is that there's some things that deserve our attention. And there's other things that don't. Mm. And so what we need to do is say, what are the five or six things that are really important in your life? And you know, for me, I'm a Christ follower. So my faith is first and foremost. Yeah. Then my wife, then my children, then my grandchildren. Well, my grandchildren and my children, there's a toss up. I have to think through that sometimes. <laughs> Those grandkids yeah. are important. But then my work, right? And then my extended relationships. And some things are going to suffer. And you've got to say, hey, these are the things that are important to me. And I'm going to invest this amount of time in those. And then I'm going to work into these other things. And if there's additional time left over, then I'll be able to get to these things. Shane, I want to ask you a question. Do you yeah. write down the things that you do? Do you plan the things that you're going to spend your time on? We do a thing called the 12-week year. Brian Moran uh, is famous for this. And it's helping you to be more productive. And I would just encourage your listeners today to check out Brian Moran, the 12 week year, and it can help you really get focused. It can help you understand what is important and the goals and the objectives that you're trying to accomplish. Uh, you write down the task, the things that you're going to do to accomplish yeah. that. But there's not a such thing as work-life balance because that means equal on both sides and they shouldn't be equal on both yeah. sides. You should really determine what's important for you and spend your time there. 
So I, I, I took a note of that. Brian Moran, the 12, the 12 week year. Is that correct? correct? Okay. Yeah. So I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah. And I encourage everyone else to check it out and to answer your question. No, I don't do it out in long enough. I, I don't think I've ever planned out a full year. I don't think, or, or even, um, months ahead at that time. Now I do daily plans or weekly plans. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that has really been, um, that's been tough is giving myself grace when I don't meet up to that certain plan that I intended. Right. So I'll have a good run on it. And then, um, you know, maybe you don't follow through with something or it doesn't work out like you, like you thought it would, um, jumping back on the horse, you know, that's, that's one important thing. It's not always easy to do that. Um, so I guess what I, what I wanted to ask you though, um, next to that is like a strategy. So you're basically saying that you're, you're, you're using more of a strategy to map out your time instead of just kind of trying to, um, just Wait. go wing it or go. And I say go with the flow sometimes because I like yeah. to try to keep that. Well, I want to go with the flow and make sure I'm not, I want to take the path of least resistance. Well, sometimes there's not a plan that's good yeah. enough in that. So, I mean, there has to be some sort of middle ground. Yeah. Well, first of all, I don't think you should be taking the path of least resistance. I think <laughs> that things worth having are worth working for. And so many of those things are very, very difficult to accomplish and to achieve. If you go with the path of least resistance and you don't have a plan, any shiny object that comes up before you is going to look more attractive than doing the work each and every day. It's like we do four or five Facebook lives every week. We do interviews every week. We write notes. We send emails. We do posts on Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram. And all that's by very much intentionality. It's, it's not yeah. by accident. We don't go with the flow. It's like we have a plan. Yeah. We have a certain amount of people that we talk to every single week. It's very, very regimented. It's very methodical. It's very thought out, the things that we do. We have themes every month in the Mastermind Group. We have books that we read. We have people that we interview. We have blogs that we write. Those things are very intentional. Yeah. And when you are very intentional, you'll know at the end of the day. It's like I ask people this question all the time. I say, if there was nothing hindering you geographically or financially, what would you do with your life tomorrow? And most people go, I don't know. I don't know. It's because we're not living a life of intentionality. Hmm. We're just trying to grind through, get through the day, make enough money to pay the mortgage and then go to tomorrow. Well, we've got to have a plan. Like, what do you want your life to look like? Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want to be in three years? Where do you want to be at the end of this year? Yeah. And in order to get there, it's like if I told you to go to Stephenville, Texas today from where you're at, you'd be like, I don't even know. I don't even heard of that. You know, (laughs) well, without a map, you're not going to get there. Yeah, And it's yeah, the same way with our life. See, like, how would we know when we've won? We keep up with all the analytics on all of the social media. Well, that way we know what's working and we do more of that. If we don't keep yeah. up with it, we don't look at it. We don't know what we're doing. Same way with the themes and the blogs and everything that we do. You have to keep up and you have to keep track. We have what's called a dashboard and we keep up with all this on that dashboard. And so it's very intentional. You can't just, as you said, go with the flow and expect to accomplish great things. We've got to measure it. And the things that are important, we measure. So, you know, you, you, you do a lot of behind the scenes, um, uh, work, which you're just talking about. Obviously you can't do that on your own. And I think that brings up a good point of a team. How important is your team to you? How important is it to have a team and how do you find a team? Yeah, they're everything. You know, we've got, uh, my daughter actually is my executive assistant. She's been with me since I started. 
does an amazing job. And so we work hand in hand daily together. You know, my office is here. My youngest daughter's office to the right. My oldest daughter's office is behind me. So I'm in a corner and I got my girls on both sides, which I'm living a dream. Yeah. That to begin with. (laughs) And then we have a team leader named Scott Beebe. Scott Beebe owns a company called My Business on Purpose. And he helps us with our mission, vision, and values. And he's a strategist. And so he helps keep us focused. And then we have VAs in the Philippines. We have a girl named Romley and Glenn and Cherry. And these are folks that help us with different tasks, podcast interviews, and they do our web development. They do our posting. They do a lot of the admin work, uh, courses that we put out. They administer those. So it's just things that we have. Uh, Jamie J owns a company called Bottleneck. And if you're looking for a VA, I suggest strongly reaching out to Jamie. Hmm. Uh, he can help you with that, but there's just so many ways and listen, getting in a mastermind group, we have 130 men now in 14 different groups. And so the uh, resources that are at hand right there, you know, we've got it all around us. They're in multiple countries as well as, you know, nationally here. So we can reach out to anyone to find uh, the resources that we need. So yeah, I can help you with that if you need some help. Yeah, I'd love to chat more about that later, man. That'd be that'd be great because uh, yeah. Jess and I have been having uh, some of these similar conversations about having more of a direct strategy and plan. Right, um, right. It just makes it so you know, and we're doing an okay job from from just kind of getting it out off mm-hmm. the ground and, and and moving forward. But we can't do everything on our own. No, and no. That's when I start getting overwhelmed and. Um, it's just well. Here's the thing, lot. too. There's this one little system. If you'll think through this, you either need to. First of all, you need to delegate it, eliminate it, or automate it. Hmm. And you only need to do what you can do. Yeah. Gay Hendricks talks about it in his book, The Big Leap. And in this book, he says that if you're operating outside of your lane of genius, if you're just in your zone of competence, it's gonna, you're going to not do it long, right? <laughs> if you're just doing it in your competence. You've got to have that passion and that purpose from within you to get up every day. I can't wait to get up every day yeah. because I'm only doing the things that I can do and should do. Yeah. So it opens up more bandwidth, right? Then we delegate. Listen, when I first started, I couldn't do that. I was trying to do everything, right? I was carrying out the trash. I was vacuuming. I was making the calls. <laughs> I was doing, you know what I'm saying? And as quick as the revenue started coming in, I started delegating these admin tasks. Yeah. Don't try to keep all the money yourself and, you know, do it all because quite honestly, you know, you'll be stepping over dollars, picking up dimes if you do that. And I just want to encourage guys as quick as possible, delegate it, eliminate it or automate it. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Well, and I think at the same time, um, you know, you went through that for a specific purpose because it taught you to hustle. I'm sure it taught you to be hungry, to go out there and get it. So that whole process, um, and I love, and if I compare this to recovery, um, you know, for a long time, I beat myself up over, you know, what I went through as a, as a kid and how I grew up this way, that kind of that victim mentality, you know, mm-hmm. for a long time and mm-hmm. being able to transform that victim mentality and understand I'm not a victim. I'm actually proud of all that stuff because it made me who I am today. Right. So that, you know, that mind shift right there um, has been so huge for me in my own recovery. And I've heard it in other guys and, and, and girls as well who've been able to um, look back and say, man, I got here and I went through some stuff, but you know, there's in, in the struggle was kind of where, where it's at. You know, we, we got to go through some stuff to, to get to where we want to be. Yeah. You know, you never learn anything on the summit. You always <laughs> learn it in the Valley. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's good. Right. Cause if yeah. you already knew it, you didn't have to learn it. And yeah. So the struggles, you know, someone gave me an example one 
time about a caterpillar. They said that you open up that cocoon and uh, if you open it up too soon, uh, you, you're harming the butterfly because it's not got the strength to fly away. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with us. When we protect people to a point and we open the cocoon too soon, uh, the butterfly is never going to fly away. It's never yeah. going to do it on its own. And so we've got to go through the struggles uh, in order to accomplish big dreams. Yeah. Um, I just had the little alert come up. Can you still see me? Okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure. We're just struggling through this end of the year. I know. They're not okay. wanting us to uh, get done with this uh, <laughs> interview okay. for the end of the year. It's technology. That's right. It'll be great on the audio. We'll have a couple little little hiccups on the video, but no big deal. That's, that's what makes it real, man. You know, yeah. we don't need any of that fancy production. No. Stuff. This is real no. life. Uh, so, having a conversation. That's right. Um, so I, iron sharpens iron. I love the, you know, the, uh, the, the logo. Um, it's the mastermind group. Let's talk a little bit about that. I love that phrase. Um, can you, can you elaborate on it a little sure, bit? Sure. Well, here's the thing. And just to be honest with you, and we said, we're always going to be honest. When I started coaching, first of all, I didn't want to do anything. Dan Miller looked at me and he said, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm going to go to the Caribbean, sit on the front porch of a tiki hut and rock myself into an oblivion. And he started laughing. He said, that's the most selfish thing I've ever heard you say. He said, all these businesses you've owned, you and Robin have been married almost 40 years. You need to teach other people and coach other people. Well, he convicted me. So I went to Entree <laughs> Leadership with Dave Ramsey and Dave said, I'll gift it to you. Come do it. Wow. I think you'll enjoy it. Fell in love with it and loved doing it. Well, then I thought, you know, my business blew up kind of like that. And I said, I, I can't scale that. So I started the mastermind, I kept doing podcast interviews and guys kept coming. God just kept sending us these amazing entrepreneurs. They just kept yeah. coming. And I said, man, I got to start another group. Well, now we're up to 14 groups and we That's just insane. starting groups. And <laughs> we just keep having these amazing entrepreneurs from all over the world that yeah. are coming together. But here's the cool thing. We're growing personally and professionally. It's not just one or the other. We're growing both. Now the wives are the biggest advocate of our whole group because we're giving them back a great man. Like we're taking a guy and we're transforming him into this great husband, great dad, great businessman. Yeah. And we've had guys now for years, same 10 guys. It's like your own trusted advisors. It's like having your own board of directors yeah. that you can meet with on a video conference call every single week. And you can share your superpowers, your kryptonite, your blind spots, whatever it is. Yeah. We're vulnerable and we're transparent. And I teach guys to bring that veil down and say, hey, I'm just a knucklehead in this area and I need your help. And guys, listen, when you start being vulnerable and transparent, the other people start doing the same. And then you get to the real foundation and we can build from something real and we can mold you into something that is amazing when you are just get on. And you know this through Celebrate Recovery, man. When you get honest and you get real, then you start building from something solid. Yeah. And then when the rain comes, you've built your house on a solid foundation and then you're secure financially, emotionally, you're intact and you build a great business. And that's what we do at Iron Sharpens Iron. So can you, can you give us a little peek on into what an average, um, you know, outline or group structure might sure. look like? Okay. So every month we read a book, you know, it's sort of QBQ, John Miller's book, you know, we're reading it right now. And we'll have questions already outlined two months in advance. So you know what the questions are going to be. We'll get on a call like you and I are right now, you know, on a Zoom call and there's 10 people in the room. And then we'll go through and we start with wins. Every time we start any, we start with wins. Like, hey, man, tell me what's happened this week. It's been amazing. You're starting off on a positive note. Yeah, it gets you excited. It gets you, you know, it's accountability, you know. Yeah. And so then we'll go through 
and we'll answer the questions in the book. And then we do an accountability tool. There's an electronic tool that I created that you fill out every single week. And we do this on Thursday and it ranks you how you are as a husband, how you are saving money, exercising your diet, your ISI contribution for the week. And there's 10 different things that we measure you on. And then every week we post that in the Facebook group. So it's accountability. Everybody sees your score. And so there's a level of accountability. Then we do what's called man in the middle to where Shane, you would come and you'd say, Hey man, these are the three things. My wife's driving me out of my mind and here's what she's doing. And here's what you can help me. I got this business partner that's not working out, or I've got this new launch I want to create. And what do you think about it? We'll do beta tests, you know, whatever it is you want to talk about, we talk about, we do that twice on every call. And then we end the call with, things that you want to accomplish for the next week. And then we come back and we do it week in and week out. Can you only imagine when you've got a board of directors, non-biased trusted advisors around you, Hmm. breathing life into you every week, encouraging you, checking on you through the week. There's been accountability groups formed as a result of it all through the week. They're meeting, they're doing the 12 week year together. We've got two guys that just bought a $3 million piece of property together. They went in partners and they bought this piece of property a year ago. They didn't know each other. (laughs) Guys going on vacation together. They're starting businesses together. They're giving resources, affirmation, encouragement. And we do that 52 weeks out of the year, every single year. You can't help but increase. We had a guy, I'll tell you this real quick story. I know we're running out of time. 36 months ago, we had a guy join. He was making $20,000 a year. And when he, I got his application, I called him and I said, I'm not sure that you should join right now. You sure you want to invest this amount of money into joining. And he said, you know, I don't have a choice because if I could have done it on my own, I would have already done it. So I can't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen, 36 months later, he called me the other day. He said, I'm going to make $400,000 this year. Wow. Now that's not the norm. That's not, doesn't happen to every single person. But I said, what do you attribute it to? He said, I just did the work. Yeah. I just showed up every week. I took the advice. I got the resources. I got the relationships and I did the work. So he went from 20 grand to 400 grand, in 36 months. And I think that's pretty, we got many guys have doubled, tripled their business, but we've also had many, many guys that have come to faith since they've been participating. Mm-hmm. We've had many guys that have gotten off of alcohol. Uh, pornography is a big deal. We've got guys that have gotten yeah. off pornography. We've got guys that are better husbands after being married 20 and 25 years. I mean, it just covers every gamut. Yeah. in regards to living your life. So that's what we're doing in Iron Sharpens Iron. And we've got yeah. some of the most amazing guys on the planet in the group. Yeah, I love it, man. That's uh, that's powerful stuff right there. You know, just having that, um, like you said, a, 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 a board of advisors almost to yeah. kind of work together, bounce ideas off. And, uh, you know, one, one thing I want to point out in, in Sober Guy, obviously, you know, this platform, we talk a lot about recovery. We bring guests on that are in recovery and stuff. And I just want to point out the fact that we do that. You know, it's also my goal to, to bring some motivation, to bring some right. other life stuff. There's a lot of people out there who are business owners, who um, are, are working the grind, the nine to five, they're doing the thing and they know, they feel like there's, there's maybe something different, something else for them out there. And um, there's a lot of artists as well in recovery, that, that people that struggle with alcohol, with drugs, that want to create stuff. I just told my wife the other day, I said, you know, and I think I heard this uh, from, from a, a girl named Tess Sweet who was on the podcast um, a few months back. But she said, you know, if I'm not creating something, 
I get depressed. Like yeah. I want to create stuff. I got to be moving in that direction. And, um, you know, I, I can't, I can't do it on my own. I got to have that team, that team around me. So, uh, man, I just, I appreciate you, man. Like it's, this has been really, really eye opening for me. Cool. Um, it's great to connect with you again and, and, and hear about what you guys are doing. I can't, how many countries, eight different countries. Yeah. We're in eight countries. That's Unbelievable. Crazy, it just keeps yeah. on. Yeah. It just keeps on. So, we're going to get you in here one of these days. I want to know. Well, actually, yeah, I was going to hang up and talk to you a little bit about that, actually, when we're done. So we'll, we'll do that a little bit, if that's okay. Well, that would be cool, little. man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, well, hey, so, listen, even if it's not in our group, you guys get people around you. You need to have community. So get guys around you for yeah. accountability and mastermind. Uh, regardless if it's our group or any other group, I just want to see you get community around you. Yeah. Uh, because that's the way God created us. He created us to be in community. You can't do it on your own. All these businesses I've owned, 12 businesses up to this point, we're on 13 and 14 right now. I didn't create them alone. I created them in community. I had a team. I had people around me. I had people helping me. And I just want to tell you, man, you got to get outside of yourself and you got to get people around you and you'll go to heights you've never been before once you experience what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Well, I hope that uh, we can connect our, our sponsor, Foundations Recovery Network. They're actually out in Brentwood, Tennessee. So we, uh, we, they have conferences in Nashville, and, and uh, hopefully we come out there this year. I'd, I'd love to uh, grab a cup of coffee with you and uh, uh, check it out a little bit, man. That'd I'm not cool. going to let you off that easy. You can buy my dinner somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Jimmy Kelly's Steakhouse. Yeah, I was just going to say, maybe a steak and potato or something, man. There That's you awesome. go. Good southern, yeah. southern cooking right there. So, Aaron, if anyone wants to get more info, they want to reach out yeah. to you, find, find more information uh, about the Mastermind Group, where can they do that? Thanks, Shane. Yeah, just go to viewfromthetop.com and uh, all of the social media platforms are there. Uh, my contact information is there and I would love to uh, have a chat with you. So, yeah, reach out, viewfromthetop.com. And I'll put all that in the show notes. Uh, Aaron, thanks again, man, for coming on that Sober Guy podcast, man. I appreciate you. I enjoyed it, buddy. Have a good one. Happy New Year. Check us out at thatsoberguy.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, at realthatsoberguy, at Shane Raymond on Twitter. Peace, love, and respect, my friends. I love you guys. Keep your blood clean.